and not by being odd attract attention. For all extremes offend, and wise men teach themselves to deal with fashion as with speech, accepting calmly with no fuss or haste whatever changes usage has embraced. I'm far from recommending those whose passion is always to improve upon the fashion, and who are filled with envy and dismay if someone else is more extreme than they, but it is bad on any ground to shun the norm and not to do the thing that's done. Better by far to join the foolish throng than stand alone and call the whole world wrong. Thou speaks a vain old man who slyly wears a black wig to conceal his few white hairs. It's strange with what persistence and ill grace you throw my age forever in my face, and how incessantly I'm forced to hear you blame my style of dress and my good cheer, as if old age should bid all joys goodbye, thinking of nothing save that it must die, and doesn't look grotesque enough unless it's sour of mood and dismal in its dress. However that may be, my firm intent is not to alter my habiliment. Despite the mode, <laughs> I'll have a hat that's made to shield my head and give my eyes some shade. A fine, long doublet which will wrap me round to warm my belly and keep digestion sound. Breeches which fit me well in thighs and seat, and sturdy shoes which won't torment my feet. Thus did our forebears dress, and they were wise. Those I offend are free to shut their eyes. Take the blame if your guardian makes a scene. Shut in your lonely room all day, how mean. He's like that. Isabel, I'm sorry for your plight. His brother and he are just like day and night. Leonor, the fates were kind in giving you as guardian the sane one of the two. <laughs> I marvel that for one day he should fail to drag me with him or shut me in my jail. I'd send him and his Spanish rough to Hades. Where are you going? May I ask, young ladies? We don't yet know, but since the weather's fair, I've asked my sister out to take the air. And... You may go where you like for all of me. Just run along. Your maid will keep you company. But you, Isabel, won't go on this excursion. Oh, brother, let them go. They need diversion. Your servant, brother. Youth must be permitted. Youth, sir, is foolish. An age can be half-witted. With Leonor, could she come to any ill? No, but with me, she will be safer still. But... All that she does, I strictly oversee, thus honouring my responsibility. And do I neglect her sister, would you say? Well... Each man thinks and acts in his own way. These girls are orphans. Their father, our dear friend, entrusted them to us at his life's end, bidding us marry them, if so inclined, or find them spouses of a proper kind. Thus we have ruled them with the double sway of father and husband from their childhood's day. Leonor, dear brother, you undertook to rear, and I took charge of raising Isabel here. Pray govern yours according to your views, and let me train the other as I choose. I think... I think and firmly will declare that that's how we should manage this affair. You let your charge be dashingly arrayed. <laughs> so be it. She has a flunky and a maid. I'm quite content. She idly gads about... <sighs> And our young beaux are free to seek her out. All that is splendid. But my charge, be it known, shall live by my desires and not her own. She'll dress in serge, in simple browns and greys, and not wear black except on holidays. Like any prudent girl, she'll stay indoors and occupy herself with household chores. In leisure time, she'll mend my linen or make some knitted stockings for amusement's sake. She'll close her ears to young men's fancy talk and never go unguarded for a walk. The flesh is weak, 
as each day's gossip warns. If I can help it, I shall not wear horns. And since her destiny is to be my wife, I mean to guard her as I would my life. You have no reason... Be still. You know you're not to leave the house without me. Had you forgot? Oh, come, sir. Madam, I'd rather not debate with one whose wit and wisdom are so great. Are you vexed to find me here with Isabel? Why, yes. Because you spoil her, truth to tell. Frankly, your visits here disturb my peace, and you'd oblige me if they were to cease. Well, shall I speak with equal frankness, sir? I don't know how all this may sit with her, but such mistrust, I know, would rouse my ire. And though we share a mother and a sire, we're not true sisters if the things you do day after day can make her fond of you. Yes, all these stern precautions are inhuman. Are we in Turkey where they lock up women? It's said that females there are slaves or worse, and that's why Turks are under heaven.